You know, the thing about breastfeeding is... I kind of missed that it was going to end on the word cracks. <laughs> Just based on the amount of your pre-laughter, this is going to be pretty good. excited excited <laughs> to be recording another episode with blogger Matthew Pierce <laughs> <laughs> you got you sent a tweet that somebody referred to you as blogger Matthew Pierce and also said you can be a bit of an idiot sometimes <laughs> correct on both counts <laughs> anyways okay so um a couple months ago, you told me you didn't like surprises, and I think that I've done a good job totally disregarding that statement <laughs> the last few episodes. <laughs> so you said you were in a little bit of a funk last week, and I thought one way I really like to cheer my friends up when they're in a funk is just to make them extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> so... On our first episode in 2016, we did describing various stages of your sex life using CCM song titles, because that's what I do. I come on a podcast for the first time and just say, whatever. Okay, so for example, what that meant is like, when we described like virginity, the song was like, I can only imagine. And (laughs) for your wedding night, one of the songs was clumsy. Um, (laughs) so we went through all these stages, like your wedding night, when you're a new parent, you know, stuff like that. But a chapter we didn't hit was when your spouse is coming home from being gone for a long time. (laughs) So I thought since Danny's on day eight or nine, I don't even know what day we're on of being gone. I could just take you on a journey of CCM song titles. (laughs) Is Danny aware that this is about to happen? No, he has no clue. Okay. All right. He's 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 across the ocean. <laughs> so <laughs> are you ready for this? I think I have like eleven. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> this is a journey. Based on just the amount that you're just based on the amount of your pre laughter, this is going to be pretty good. Okay. So first we have you're here. <laughs> By Francesca. That's a Christmas song, but it counts. <laughs> okay. I, I need you. <laughs> Jars of clay. Very good song. I like that song. Show me your glory. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> Can't keep a good man down. <laughs> well, wait. Well, come on. <laughs> this is a family uh, show. <laughs> you are so good to me. <laughs> Deeper. <laughs> hey, come on. Uh, steady on, point of grace. <laughs> oh, man. these It's just, we're not done yet. <laughs> the change inside of me. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Uh, calling out your name. <laughs> okay, last one. 
Jackie Velasquez, I will rest in you. Come on. <laughs> that list was surprisingly easy to make. I pulled up a 90s, 2000s TCM playlist on Spotify and just scrolled and found all of those within five minutes. I really thought you were going to go on my knees <laughs> when you said Jackie Velasquez. No, I, no, no. <laughs> you, <laughs> I remember, <laughs> I remember awesome. from that first episode, the Clay Cross song, like that was the bridge too far. Yes, <laughs> you, brought, you brought that up. I remember I, it was I like, okay, we'll do everything I, up to the Clay Cross song, and then we can't do it. I, I didn't include that because I think I only included ones that we've never, we didn't reference on that show. So if you haven't listened to that episode, um, go back. <laughs> it's a good one, and this whole segment will make sense. <laughs> Casey comes blasting out of the gate like a greyhound. Yeah. Also, just to further this, please. Did do. you did you know? I just learned this last night. There's a Chris Rice song called <laughs> Magic Wand. But does the magic wand make you say yabba dabba dabba lula? <laughs> I'm such a nerd. That's such a stupid joke. Okay. I don't know if you if you enjoy that or if you hate me for that, but <laughs> <laughs> I definitely enjoyed it. I also enjoyed just what a struggle it was for you to get your own jokes out because you were <laughs> laughing at yourself so much. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> It actually hasn't been that bad with Danny gone. I thought it was going to be a lot worse, but we had a family vacation, which was a good distraction. And last Sunday, we were, you know, DMing, nailing down the details for the 100th. And you were like, okay, when we finish this, I'll leave you alone for vacation. I'm like, oh, it's fine. You're not a bother. Uh, I didn't have my Twitter notifications on, so I was just, you know, checking and whatever. But then... <laughs> You got in your funk, and on my vacation, we covered some really great subjects. <laughs> so, here's what we covered after you were like, I'm going to leave you alone. Women gaining weight. <laughs> so, I'm on vacation putting myself in a bathing suit every day without Danny there to lie to me about how good I look. <laughs> and we're DMing about weight gain. Uh, also, Twitter conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, hey, do we know for sure that that guy wasn't making up how he met his wife in the graveyard? <laughs> <laughs> like, um, no, I guess we don't know that for sure. <laughs> to, to borrow one of your phrases, I am a delight. But then the, the the ultimate was when we got into you, excuse me, you, 
brought up politics and capitalism versus socialism. (laughs) (laughs) What can I say? It was a bad week. (laughs) It was actually great because it just, it was hilarious to me. So going off of that, we talked about, we should, we should actually talk about on the podcast subjects that we will never talk about on the podcast. So <laughs> obviously politics is going to be one of them. Like, I mean, I've made comments about how I don't like Trump or whatever, but as far as like digging deep into mm. political stuff, I think we're going to steer clear of that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you, you don't you don't think that's what our repressed listeners are tuning in to get <laughs> yeah yeah so uh what else should we steer clear of for the sake of you know everybody i don't know like what about like bra sizes and things like that <laughs> no i <laughs> you know what <laughs> what what <laughs> I feel very passionately about women wearing the right bra size, but yes, we don't have to talk about it on this I've, podcast. I've noticed that you feel passionate about that. I do. I do. It makes a big difference. <laughs> wow. That Another is, thing we won't talk about is that, wait, his... Wait, is that, that sounded really creepy, what I just said. <laughs> No, I've tweeted about it several times. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for bailing me out on that one. For all of our listeners who don't follow me on Twitter, um, (laughs) I have tweeted about bra sizes. Um, (laughs) uh, History. One of us us, um, is a history (laughs) know-it-all. I won't say who. (laughs) (laughs) One of us, one of us, spent his formative years being homeschooled and pouring his sexual frustration into crazy Gross. history theories. <laughs> so I have, a, I have a standing order to Casey of of don't ever let me talk about history on on the podcast because I, it's just I have like contrarian theories all throughout history, and I it it, it would be it would be horrifying. It would. At least you recognize that. Yeah. <laughs> That's got to be worth something. <laughs> okay, what else? <laughs> I just came up with segments that, w- that would be horrible. Um, <laughs> just now? <laughs> <laughs> How about things my spouse does wrong? <laughs> Can you imagine a more toxic segment than us just uh, complaining about awful. our spouses? That would be awful. Thankfully, we, we've both been married long enough. Uh, su- uh, successfully married, I guess, is a way to say that. Of, you know, you, you criticize in private, you praise in public. That's how Something like that, yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, we decided we'll never talk about vaccinations. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Oh, there's not enough money in the world for me to talk about vaccinations on a podcast. <laughs> um, I threw in there circumcision. 
I gotta say right off the bat, I'm a little alarmed at the number of wiener, uh, <laughs> the amount of wiener content that is going to be on this show. <laughs> what else? How about a segment, and this made me laugh, how about a segment, <laughs> we should never do a segment called Guess Who Had Sex Last Night. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we record on a Wednesday, so... I mean, it wouldn't even have to be like us. It would just have to be like, just we're just oh, throwing, oh, <laughs> throwing oh, people oh, out there. Hey, I would, wonder if this person had sex. <laughs> that would be interesting. That would be bad. That would be. Bad. Okay. Um, Calvinist theology, basically. <laughs> Never want to talk about that. <laughs> we actually have talked about that a little bit, but it's always, I know. It's always like in a very. I don't want to say value free or neutral way, but it's just like in a very objective way. Like we're not, right. we're not getting passionate about hashing. It I out think what we really don't want is to open ourselves up to, um, the Calvinist Theo bros coming at us with, well, actually, <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it wouldn't matter what we talked about. They'd still, they'd still do that. No, I mean, that's not what people tune into or tune in for. Like, and yeah. I feel really, to, not to take it too seriously, but I just feel really honored that people come to us for fun. Yeah, you know for I mean? sure. Absolutely. Um, so we, that's you know, why I spent five whole minutes last night coming up with a list of song titles <laughs> to make you so uncomfortable. <laughs> I, I think that I think I'm going to be uncomfortable for a lot of this episode. No. Oh yeah, we we still have a lot to go. Actually, <laughs> we're going to end on a couple very strong notes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, I didn't have anything else on my. I don't know. You wanted to do segments we won't cover, but well, that's just how it can. That's just how it. it Guess it, who had sex last night? <laughs> Uh, it wasn't me. Okay. <laughs> okay, so did you have any more? I, I toyed with the idea of just giving like giving you a taste of what it would be like if I talked about history and just giving you like a 30-second rant and completely like erasing the audio but just playing your reaction to it. Okay, go. <laughs> Do you, I don't know if you want it. Do you want me to time you? <laughs> okay wait let me get my let me get my thing ready I, i'm gonna give you 30 seconds of what a of what it would be like if i talked about history in the podcast okay ready go oh my uh that was impressive but yes awful <laughs> okay wow that was so special you really, you did that so well. Did you prepare that, or you just did that all off the top of your head? Uh, I mean, it wasn't all off the top of my head. I didn't have <laughs> it written down or anything, but yeah, there there are things you think about regularly. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> to reiterate, I am a delight. Yes. <laughs> okay, so going back to uh, the the subjects we covered, <laughs> we did cover. In the in the DMs last week, we were talking about 
gaining weight, but it really wasn't about that. There was this article that came out or a study or I don't know who even knows anymore that said that women are more attracted to men with dad bods than six packs. And I'm going to have to say yes to that. Absolutely. (laughs) And it just seems logical to me because if you're with a man who has a perfect body, then doesn't that put like this horrible expectation on you or this just like always this feeling of inferiority and I I don't know I couldn't live with it also it just feels like men with six packs take everything too seriously like (laughs) yeah I thought that was really I thought that was a really interesting take because I guess that's like one level deeper than it's going to sound like a slam on men. It's really not, but that's like one level deeper than I think a man's reaction would be a man's reaction. would be, I want, you know, somebody who's as physically attractive as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then maybe somewhere down the line, they'd start thinking of like, wait a minute, what if she's way more attractive than me? What does that mean? But like, right. I, I, men are just so visually mm-hmm. activated that I think that's the, that would be the first reaction for a man. And I didn't really think about it the way that you put it until you told me that. It's just, it's just way more difficult for women. I mean, especially if you're talking about becoming a mother and just aging in general, it's just way more difficult for women to keep up that kind of physique than it is for a man. I'm not saying it's not difficult because it is, there's a lot of commitment involved, but I just, yeah. I mean, no thanks. If you have better hair than me, if you have a six pack, let's <laughs> just move on. <laughs> Not better hair. I don't have good hair, but like if you spend more time on your hair, I guess you should say. Uh-huh. Who's, that one, who's that one CCM guy who has the crazy hair? Oh, narrow it down a little bit here. <laughs> no, it's like really crazy. Ah, what's his name? Okay, whatever Colton, you can cut. Colton Dixon yes, used to have. Yes, yes, that's him. Yeah, like I could, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. Okay, is it? Is there like a biological or like a physiological tie into that? Of you know, we've talked on the show before about um, you know the drive to find a good mate. Like, mm-hmm. is there something in there, like for women, of if this guy's spending all his time on his appearance, like maybe he's not. Maybe he's a little bit self-absorbed. Yeah, I'm trying to find a, a good way of saying that. Maybe that's the best way. It also could... I mean, I could be skewing this. I don't know what age they uh, they uh, asked, surveyed, I mean. Uh-huh. Um, so maybe 25-year-olds or 20-something-year-olds who are in their prime fertility or, like, would not feel this way. But I'm definitely coming out of that place out of that stage gosh i hope i am to where <laughs> it's like i'm I'm not i'm yeah my my body is not like who can i make babies with mm-hmm. obviously i'm talking on a biological level i'm not talking obviously i'm not looking for a person <laughs> to be with but <clears throat> um yeah it's just when i saw that it, it wasn't surprising to me at all I'm just, I'm filtering it through my own relationship and I'm, I'm thinking like it may be age 25 
with no kids, if, if I had spent a lot of time on my personal appearance, I think Kendra would have been fine with it. You know, if I'd spent a lot of money on my personal appearance, I think now with three kids at 38, if I started spending a lot of time and a lot of money on my personal appearance, I think that would almost become unattractive to her. Oh, absolutely. Please just like exercise regularly and take a shower. That's basically, that's my bar right now. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I don't, you can't, I don't want to sound judgmental and, and stop me if, if I am, but it's almost like a, like a security thing of like, okay, this guy is, you know, my, my husband is not obsessed with the way he looks. He's, mm-hmm. se- he's secure in the way he looks and he's mm-hmm. concerned more about, you know, being a dad than having right. perfect hair. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously I think when you're in a committed relationship for over a long period of time, your attraction is, it's, it's, obviously based way more than just on physical things right mm-hmm. but um yeah i just the pressure to to keep up with that would be it would be too much and i, I think there now that i'm thinking about it, i think there is a male equivalent to that because again filtering it through myself like mm-hmm. if I, I i like it and i appreciate it when kendra tries to look nice Mm-hmm. Um, or when she puts effort into looking nice. Right. Um, but I think if she just went all the way to that end of the spectrum and spent all her time obsessing about her appearance, I mm-hmm. think there would come a point where that would be unattractive to me. Where it would be like, yeah. okay, like, you know, we, we have kids. Like, we don't have to look perfect. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I right. I guess just the, the, the goalposts are a little bit different for, mm-hmm. for men and women. I guess it, I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. You can also save a lot of money on makeup if you don't wear it every day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's my hot tip. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, dad bods. Yeah. Keep it up, dads. (laughs) (laughs) How many, like how many double entendres are you going to throw at me until you get me to finally say that's what she said? There's been like five in this episode already. Oh, well, I think another thing we talked about that we couldn't cover on this podcast is if we, like, made a list of the kinds of people we could never be with. (laughs) 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 Because, I mean, with a wide range of listeners, we hit on everything, like every type of person. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I can just at least say that if, if you spend more time on your hair than me, then... We're never going to be together. Also, if you eat, if you eat less than me. Oh, that's an important one. Oh, I think that kind of goes with the six pack too. Like you have to like men who look like that have to eat so regimented. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless they are a lifelong professional athlete, right? They've, you know, they've been that way forever. But for a man to go from like a, normal even an athletic build to a six-pack he has to eat a certain way yeah and he has to like cut out so many calories and i just i don't think i could have the patience for that i'd be like if we can't sit down and eat a burger together no 
Well, pizza. Oh my gosh. I can't imagine how difficult it must be for a single woman to go on a date with a man in 2019 and know like what to eat. You know what I mean? That's, oh, that's a weird I've take, never even thought about that. Because on the one hand, I can't like, imagine ever making a decision about what to eat based on a man. But, but like, it's gotta that's be... outside. I know, I know what you're saying, and yeah. I agree with you. But that's totally outside of my comprehension. I gotcha. That that's got to be like in in the head. I think yeah. it's got to be in her head on some level of like, okay, I don't want to pig out, but also I don't want him to think I'm anorexic. Oh my gosh! That's good. Yeah. That's... Wow. I think being, I mean, it's has, it's not better or worse. It's just different. But there's, it, it must be really hard to be a single woman in 2019. Mm-hmm. I agree. Hard Please to be a just... single man too, just in different mm-hmm. ways. <laughs> <laughs> I take that adolescent laughter to me. It's time to move on to a different. <laughs> I think we should. I think we should. I think we should move on to our. Uh... Our calls for oh, man. input. We got some good ones, and we didn't really prepare what we were going to say about each one, so this is going to be uh, off the cuff. Can we say we were <laughs> overwhelmed by the amount of responses we got? I, I was overwhelmed. Um, I'm just going to let. You... Go ahead. I don't think we'll get to all of them. Like we'll, we may we'll mention most of them, but it's it's impossible. We got we got a ton of responses. Right. Okay. Um, I'm gonna let you start. Just pick one. I'm gonna pick one. Okay. Car. We'll we'll do first names for these. Uh, okay. Especially like if you send a DM, I, I think a first name's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll just do first names for all of them. Okay. Uh, Carter sent us a question and said, "If you had a fun, sexy Bible time conference, who, what would the breakout sessions be, and who would the speakers be?" Mm-hmm. So, I thought about this for a minute. Okay. I think we definitely have to have a men's breakout session where we talked about the intersection of lust <laughs> and intimacy and masturbation. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. That's You're going to Are are you leading that? That's a three-way intersection, Haas, just for those <laughs> keeping score. And I think we would have to have a like a female breakout session where we talked about the intersection of breastfeeding wow. and body image and marital intimacy. <laughs> and this is the kicker at the last minute <laughs> we swap and you have to lead the men's session <laughs> and I have to lead the women's session. <laughs> that, that would be something. Oh, what do I have to talk about? The intersection of lust Intimacy and masturbation. Wow. (laughs) Better start preparing now. (laughs) First of all, I I would have to, yeah. (laughs) My thing to Carter is, I I think this is a bold question because if you've listened to the podcast, you know that we hate conferences. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I thought about this, too. the, 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 The sessions would be 15 minutes long. Okay. Okay. And there would be a space between each chair, so nobody has to sit next to anyone else. (laughs) That's good. I like that. And the snack situation, amazing. Uh huh. Yes. 
a lot of really good gas station snacks. <laughs> the, uh, the, the hour breakdown would be 15-minute session and 45-minute snack time. <laughs> but but everybody gets to wear headphones during snack time. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's expected. <laughs> <laughs> we provide the headphones. <laughs> Don't even have to plug them into anything. Okay, well, what about a keynote speaker? Oh, I'll let you take this one. Who would you like the keynote speaker to be? I would like the keynote speaker to be Beth Moore. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, just because I like her a lot. <laughs> but nothing too serious. She'd have to do like a talk on... Um... <laughs> don't, don't put that in. That's bad. Um, She would have to do a talk on what it's like to be a woman in male-dominated ministry. Boring. No way. It would be awesome. She gets 15. Only only 15 minutes. She gets 15 minutes. Sorry, Beth Moore. You don't get more than 15. (laughs) Them's the rules. Okay. (laughs) So... (laughs) I guess my question would be, who would fare better? Like, it would be a competition between me and you. Who would fare better? You walking up there to address a crowd of repressed and horny Theo bros. Mm-hmm. Or me walking up there to say, you know, the thing about breastfeeding is... Um, I would fare better. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I just... I just... Yeah. <laughs> I think that... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that men intimidate me less than women intimidate you. How dare you? I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a known laugher at women. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, what's next? Do you want me to pick one? Yeah, pick one. Okay, John. <laughs> Why did you pick this one, Casey? <laughs> That way you get to have the response to it. Okay, John went all in with his question. Do you think Paul's, quote, thorn in the side was really just that he had a bigger dick than all the Jews he was ministering to? Well, John, (laughs) going on personal experience. (laughs) Oh, wow. Why would this be a thorn in the side? Um, I mean... <laughs> maybe it was a thorn in the side to Paul's wife? <laughs> uh, yeah, What we can't really talk about this one, can we? Nah, not really. I mean, unless you wanted to just... <laughs> <laughs> go get something to drink and come back, but... <laughs> yeah. I don't think that was it. Wait, was Paul married? Uh, in Bible quiz one time, uh, we were doing, <laughs> this we is were, how all the best stories start. We were doing Corinthians and the, uh, we came upon the thorn in the flesh part and the mm. pastor's son got real woke and he was like, you know, you know what I've heard, what I've heard is that Paul's thorn in the flesh was actually his wife. <laughs> Oh, and I every, bet that guy's still single. <laughs> and everyone kind of looked at him and he was like, 
No, 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 no. She was a whore. She was, she was unfaithful. And like, that was why he was, uh, oh. she was the thorn in his, his, his flesh. So, wow. So there you go. John, we don't know how to answer your question. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Matthew does, but. <laughs> I feel like if that was the case, Paul definitely would have just laid it out explicitly in the scripture. So everyone would know. Mm, mm. I mean, Maybe. right? I, mean, I don't know. He talked about circumcision. Like, there's no way. Like, if his thorn in the oh. flesh was that he was super endowed, that he <laughs> wouldn't just come out and say that. Do you think that? Uh, Have you mm. ever met a man before? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm gonna say, do, do you think they they were? caught up in that back then but i don't think that that's ever changed through history so uh, i don't think so either <laughs> <laughs> i do not think so um based and, on the uh, based on the scripture you read us um in the last episode <laughs> the scripture that you so rudely vetoed i started to read it and you, you threw up the, the co-host veto on that okay all right, uh, let's see here. Ray wants yes. us to know that him and his uh, him and his uh, Bible college friends, who will all remain unnamed, have been inspired to create, but inspired by our podcast to create inappropriate <laughs> inappropriate names of CCM stars, and he gave us the examples. Of <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Turdis Crapman, <laughs> Hildong United, <laughs> and what was the other one, Casey? Uh, John Forskin. <laughs> Casey enjoyed that one. Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even try to come up with any names in response to this, but maybe this is something that, um, like when people send in the, uh, the ministry acronyms, if people can think of some, uh, CCM artist names, Susan Aston, that's horrible. <laughs> that's horrible. Why would oh. I say that? <laughs> Solid oh, okay. work, Ray. So, Ray, you and your boys, solid work. We appreciate this. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, I'll do Sally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she says, a theological question I've always wondered about, one that only you could answer, is what it was like when Jesus went through puberty. Was he debating with the high priest with his voice cracking? Did he ever wake up excited? This really got the people going in my youth group way back when. <laughs> <laughs> okay um do, do you want to say something first yeah I, I i don't think this lines up theologically but i really like the idea of jesus clearing out the temple as a teenager <laughs> i'm just it being like just like a typical teenage spaz out where he's mm -hmm. voice is cracking and he's throwing the you've turned my five zones you're doing the thieves <laughs> was he crying <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. Leave me alone, Casey. 
Um, I <laughs> I like that visual too. I think that Jesus was fully human. Um, so yes to all of the questions. <laughs> and this ties into Lucas's question: Did Jesus poop, and did it stink? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, so all these things. I mean, why wouldn't he? Uh. Can, can you take me higher podcast wants to know or just throw throws this out there pastor tommy Wizzo. <laughs> I, I don't I, I don't know enough about tommy to to have any uh input on this i mean i know who he is i i love the idea of pastor tommy Wizzo, and i just i, I kind of got i have to think some more about like what he would actually say but <laughs> i think there's some overlap between Tommy's ham-handed buffoonishness and like Stephen Furtick Mm -hmm. where they're both trying to sound really profound, but it's just sort of a word salad kind of (laughs) nothingness. Oh, yes. I I would like to hear Tommy Wiseau uh, criticize um, the the church or something and just say, you are tearing me apart, Christians. (laughs) Uh, it's good (laughs) (laughs) alright you're up pick one okay um um, let me see what I have left uh okay um I don't remember I didn't write down who said that one so Brianna asked is it possible point of grace is or is involved in the SBC deep state <laughs> well, they have disappeared from the limelight, so I'd say it's possible. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're Southern Baptist, but maybe that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to come up with like a pun based on one of their song titles, but I got super distracted just remembering what I was like as a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> No, like I, I, I would wonder, like if, if when I got married, like if it was okay to call my wife's bosoms points of grace. <laughs> These are the things I thought about at fifteen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you should ask her next time you play naked football. <laughs> <laughs> you are not a nice person. First, you criticize me for for purchasing a Kim Kardashian body shaper. <laughs> hey, I don't care what people purchase. <laughs> Just <laughs> can you stop referring to my Twitter feed, please? <laughs> <laughs> I, I do was... care what people purchase. I want them to purchase the correctly sized bra. Sister sizes, they're important, folks. You're mean. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on day nine of ten of my husband being gone, and you're just sitting here making fun of my tweets. All right. Ben wants to know, we are made the CEO of Lifeway. What is the first thing that we do? Uh, resurrect Mickey and me. 
Nice. Solid. Uh. <laughs> and salty. And do a crossover. <laughs> uh, here's my question. Am I allowed to take over am, am I allowed to take over the Lifeway Twitter account? Uh <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. You can use it to tweet all of your history hot takes. <laughs> here's a question do you think that kids today would be receptive to salty oh no he's super freaky (laughs) you think they would just automatically know this is really weird (laughs) well do they even know what song books are or song books (laughs) that's true that's true yeah (laughs) everything is just like uh projected onto the uh the giant screen at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember the first church I went to, uh, it was an assembly of God church and it was pretty theologically conservative. And there was a, there was a discussion at one point because we had like the old timey projector that you have to put like a transparent sheet on mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. It shot the, uh, the lyrics up on the wall. There was yep. a discussion at one point, of whether or not that constituted idolatry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And the pastor was like trying to smooth. The pastor was really old. And he was trying to like smooth it over of like, I don't think that's idolatry. I mean, I see where some people are coming from on that. But I think we're just going to keep using the projector. I think the people who brought up that subject need to just get laid or something. Well, this was... How was... I mean, that, how, who thinks like that? Well, I mean, the people that brought that up are now dead because they were. Oh, they were super old. I mean, I'm sure. Like, I don't see anybody (laughs) else doing that. Wow. Yeah, we had those too. I think a good, I think a good segment at some point should be just like all the weird and bad takes we've we've seen yeah. like experiencing christian culture oh my gosh I had that a, could actually be its own podcast <laughs> yeah i had a uh a, like a homeschool group kind of like a co-op that i went to when i was 16 and uh the 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 guy that led it was an australian guy and he was really weird and uh you know, there's two kinds of homeschoolers. There's like the libertarian kind, like the just hide from the government. Uh-huh. And then there's the manifest destiny kind where it's like God <laughs> has decided that America shall conquer the world. Mm-hmm. And this guy was definitely manifest destiny. And I remember one time he he was taking us through history and told us that America was guilty of the sin of cowardice because we did not drop the bomb on Vietnam to end the war. Wow. That's a hot take. <laughs> That is a hot take. I mean, I'm pretty sure that would have caused like a nuclear holocaust <laughs> because the <laughs> Soviet Union would have probably responded. But wow, he also That's... he also told us that this was like in the 90s. He told us that we were the last generation. We were living in the last generation that public schoolers would know how to read. <laughs> oh my god. They said that once we matured into adulthood, our kids, assuming we would homeschool our kids, they would be the only ones that knew how to read. Wow. So did you make this guy your mentor immediately? (laughs) (laughs) 
and he's he's nurtured your contrarianism through the years. <laughs> well, that's the thing. How can you train somebody to be a, a contrarian? Because you know you you learn from another contrarian, but you can't adopt his views. You have to adopt your own contrarian views. Oh, is that how it works? I reckon. <laughs> okay, did we hit all the all the content? I think we did. Uh, yeah, there were a couple. Of, I think there was one that was like a McGee and Me Bible Man crossover. I'll have to think about that one. Oh yeah, I saw. I remember seeing that now. I'll have to think about that one. But yeah, we 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 can move on. Okay, so you sent me a Ann Voskamp Facebook post and offered me five dollars to read it (laughs) (laughs) uh so here we go we don't really have any other tweets to cover i don't know if i we had a few we we should probably just save them for another segment Mm -hmm. but this one just wow okay do you want me to read the whole thing or casey is totally up to you this is (laughs) I want to earn my full five dollars. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this performance. Oh gosh! Okay, here we go. Dot dot dot. Okay, dot dot dot. So maybe today we all leak a bit more love. <laughs> Reach out a bit further. Believe the best. Leave just one person an encouraging word or two. Pray for someone carrying around some unspoken broken. <laughs> Let Let love cover over some hurting places that we can't even find words for. Okay, skipping. I'll just read the whole thing. Maybe today we see where our own hearts are broken a bit and let his love get in right there. (laughs) His light get in right along our brokenness and then let his love leak out into the world right there. <laughs> We're just crazy enough fools to believe that this would change the world a whole and a whole lot of hurting places. The secret way to heal a broken heart is to let love leak out like an ocean through all, all the cracks. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of missed that it was going to end on the word cracks. <laughs> Oh, man. Man. (laughs) I found that yesterday. (laughs) And I said, if this was another dude on the show, like, I would totally read this. Mm. I really don't want to read this one to Casey. So you paid me to do it. I said, I'll give you $5 if you'll read like I'm a child being bribed. <laughs> it, did, it didn't seem quite as bad if you were the one reading it. <laughs> I don't understand leaking out like an ocean. Like, has she seen the ocean? <laughs> <laughs> through the grass. Through the grass. <laughs> That's good. Thank you, Anne. I feel like an underrated part of that is we're just crazy enough fools to believe. 
That's going to be the, un- the unspoken broken. <laughs> that sounds like a that sounds like a Christian band from 2005. <laughs> Who are you? We're unspoken broken. I agree. It does. Oh, wow. <laughs> with our <laughs> with, with our new single Jesus Love. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> was, this an, was this an intro into a blog? I mean, who knows? It is a blog. It's long enough. No, but she always like she always writes a paragraph, no matter what she's posting. <laughs> I don't know if that because a lot of times she'll. Like her last sentence of her post is the like the intro, so the secret way to heal a broken heart, and that's like the title of her blog post. I can't see it. You just sent the screenshot. Oh wow! That's my new. Uh, that's gonna be my new defense mechanism. Whenever you make fun of me, I'll just say, "Well, you know what? I'm just a crazy enough fool to believe." That- <laughs> Sorry, not going to sit here. I'm just a crazy enough fool to believe. (laughs) (laughs) I'm such a doofus. Let love leak out like an ocean through all the cracks. I want to know how many of our listeners, as soon as you said let love, just automatically heard the audio adrenaline song in your head. (laughs) A lot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay. <sighs> so should we? Uh, I'm, not, I'm gonna let you take the reins on this <laughs> setup. Okay. So short version of this, we have a very specific request for our listeners, and specifically our female listeners. Like, if you're a dude and you've got a story like this, you can send it in, and maybe we'll do like a dude segment at some point. Uh, but this is specifically for, uh, the women listeners and the request is, I'll tell you the request and I'll tell you the backstory. The request is, do you have a funny or awkward story of sex advice you might've gotten from your church or youth group or bridal party right before the wedding? Mm. Uh, and, and this is supposed to be funny and awkward. We're not looking for anything horrifying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure somebody was told you have to say yes, no matter what. And that's awful. And <laughs> it's not funny. So give us an, give us a, a, an example. Oh, I don't know. Um... No, that's what you're, this is the backstory. Yeah. I'm just being silly. <laughs> Okay, so the backstory of this is the next episode, we hadn't figured it out exactly, either for a segment or the entire episode, uh, Kendra is going to come back on the show and is going to do Has a she show. agreed to this, by the way? What's that? She's already agreed to this? Uh, I mean, pretty much. <laughs> she... <laughs> okay. I, asked, I asked her about it. And... How many bags of M&Ms have you bought her? <laughs> well, you, you know us well. <laughs> I pitched it to her, and then, 
And then when she started waffling, I was just I just said, "Oh, you know, we're just crazy enough fools, <laughs> me and Casey, to believe that this could be a good episode." <laughs> okay, so she has she has a story. Kendra has a really good story um, about the lead up to our wedding. Uh, we we were virgins until our wedding night. And she, her bridal parties made up a lot of a lot of her friends from Christian College. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> uh, the night, make a long story short, the night before the wedding, they tried to give her some advice on what to expect, which was funny in and of itself because, you know, that's a weird dynamic of, mm-hmm. you know, everybody is supposed to be waiting for the wedding night, so who knows <laughs> who knows what, <laughs> you know, right. And uh, did not really know what to expect, um, shall we say, wow. anatomy-wise. This, this has taken a long time. Can yeah. you just spit it out? <laughs> <laughs> they, they got a okay. stapler. They used a okay. stapler to kind of... A stapler was used. We'll just put it that way. Right. And she can tell the story in full. <laughs> <laughs> They used a stapler, and then then I said, "Who am I, Paul?" <laughs> <laughs> so yes, if if you have a comparable story of of awkward or weird advice you got, um, I'm going to banish myself from from this segment or this episode, and it will be just just women talking about mm-hmm. this. So if you'd like to send something in, you can D I don't imagine anyone will actually tweet this, but you can DM it either to the Fun Sexy Bible Time account, or if it's really good, you can send it directly to Casey at Middle Casey. Yes. I opened my DMs for you guys. <sighs> so far, no creepy men have hit me up. <laughs> well, you don't have to sound so disappointed about it. <laughs> I'm just here. It's a problem. I just have never seemed to have a problem. You got it. You can't put that in. <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm very much looking forward to Kendra talking about the stapler. It'll be great. It will be great. I have my own stories. bitch on Twitter. <laughs> she doesn't know what she's talking about. John Foreskin. <laughs> the sinking of the Lusitania was justified.